0: Welcome back to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. Here again is estate and trust planning specialist, Sherry Macmillan, talking with accountant and business advisor, Warren Kreps, about keys to business succession planning.
1: Now, obviously, Warren, when we start a small business, it grows and changes dramatically through the course of our life, and we're looking at a very different animal by the end.
0: And that's what we want to have, we want to have a successful business that grows from something that one person can do by themselves in their own basement to something that requires a lot of coordination and people to make that successful. And when you achieve that after 5, 10, 15 years of applying your trade and building a successful organization you've now built something that takes a lot more planning to then allow that to be successful for the next generation. It's a lot easier for someone to start their own business with only one or two moving pieces than it is for one or two people to take over a thriving business that has a network, that has a lot of good things in place but require a lot of management as well. And when it comes to the original owner who's looking to transfer and maximize the value on the transfer of that business, we're now talking about a lot more assets that are in place. We have perhaps intellectual property. We have goodwill that's been built over years and years. And how do we capture that and maximize the value, not only for the original owners, but also for the folks that are carrying it over, and that they can receive maximum value. That requires a lot of planning and looking ahead, and there's a lot of strategy available, but you have to take the time to look out and identify which of those things you need to protect and how you're going to apply some strategy to do just that.
1: Now, I know, Warren, that having the opportunity to work alongside you with many families that have created family businesses, when they finally have what they feel a plan in order, that there is a substantial relief and a peace of mind um, that their influence will carry forward in the way they hope it to.
0: There is, and I would also add that the size of the population of people that are relieved by this plan extends beyond just the folks that have created the plan. Those people within your organization, they are longing to know that there is a plan in place for the future. And when you're able to exude the confidence and peace of mind that you have a plan in place for the next 15, 20, 25 years, well long past the date that you as the founder are going to exit the company, When you have that plan in place, that peace of mind is exponentially multiplied to people in the organization.
1: And I imagine your customer base as well.
0: Absolutely. In my particular field and being an accountant and a business advisor, my clients like nothing more to know than to know that there is a plan in place well beyond my life cycle as an accountant. And we're going to look after their needs well into the future.
1: Warren, it's human nature to procrastinate, and I think a lot of us do so, especially in an area that's not our expertise. What would you say uh, to a business owner in this regard?
0: Well, first, I can appreciate why there would be procrastination. All of this planning involves accepting a certain level of uncertainty of how the future is going to play out. And so we have to accept that having a plan while subject to several contingencies and future uncertainties, is still better than not having a plan or putting off making a plan to some future date. And with, while recognizing that it is easy to procrastinate, we have to move forward and build that plan before we come to some urgent point, a wake-up call, so to speak, where we realize it is now imminent, that we have to have a succession plan in place, because by that time, it may be too late. You may not have allowed the ideal amount of time to make this a successful plan.
1: I think in my experience as well, and I don't know about yours, but I find that business owners also carry a lot of wisdom um, without documenting or sharing. And it's just their natural gift that they assume others might also hold and have. And so there is a real uh, lack of understanding that they have to share it.
0: That's exactly right. I can think of several of my clients who have great wisdom. And fortunately for them and the folks around them, they've taken the extra step to share the information. Number one, you're acknowledging the values and the decision process that is being made in your head. And by vocalizing that or sharing that with the leaders in your group, it gives them the opportunity to adopt those processes and those values on their own and to begin to practice doing it. So it's very important and yet not difficult to take the time to take what is being done in your own mind and perhaps on your own scratch pad as you're making notes to yourself and to then publicize those to the leaders within your group and to share why it is you make the choices you make and to help them and put them in position to make those decisions in the future.
1: Now Warren I think one of your strengths is you always do share why with people and why do you think that's so important?
0: Well I do think it's important, and within my organization, it's it's almost a joke within the organization in terms of how often we talk about why when we could simply just be talking about what. It would be easy to have a short 15-second uh, discussion, question, and answer about what to do in a particular situation. But if we take the extra few minutes to talk about the perspective and the context that we're working in, And the considerations that go behind the decision that we make, that is then taking a focus from what we are doing today to why we are doing it and how we might do it five years from now, ten years from now. And really building a, a decision making process for the leaders to think about why we make the decisions that we make.
1: And I think that's the fundamental uh, unique part about how you operate your business is by sharing the why you're really educating your group on how to solve problems and the process in which you think about them.
0: It is unique. And for me, it's I've seen myself the results that have come from that. I find that the folks that we spend time with and having those conversations they generate what I would call traction in that they have learned, made a decision, and then the next time around, they've already understood certain decisions that I would have made and are coming to me because the situation is somehow unique from the previous circumstance. And so they still remember the process that we went through before, but now because of some twist or some difference, a variation that now they're looking to how to apply that process in this next situation. And when I see that happening within the people that I'm looking to to be leaders, it's very satisfying to see that they are applying this for themselves. And it gives me a lot of confidence that even after I'm gone, they're going to be able to take that process and lead the next generation that is coming up the ranks and looking to do the same.
1: So if we're wanting to be proactive as a business owner in our business succession so that we certainly leave um, influence after we're gone, Warren, how much time do you think we should be setting aside and how many years in advance should we plan?
0: Well, I think really that planning in an ideal world, we'd be planning that from the beginning when we're starting our business plan is how is this business going to end? Is this business going to wind up and dissipate into nothing or is this going to be something that's going to have value to others to continue into the future and so when you're doing that from the beginning it's just a mindset that you adopt uh, all the way through now if you are have already created a business and have not necessarily taken that mindset from the beginning there's no time better than right now to start thinking in that mindset so While I can say that it's very difficult to achieve a good plan with only two or three years, and my personal history has seen that 5 to 10 to 15 years is often workable, I think the main thing is to no longer procrastinate on building a plan. Start that now, and if you're allowing 5, 10, 15, or 25 years, then it's really more just a decision in how you operate your business and how you lead your people today, which includes taking the time to share the leadership decisions that you're making and help them to understand the values that are behind it.
1: Warren, thank you so much for sharing your points of view on how we can create legacies of influence as business owners.
0: It's been my pleasure. Our thanks to Sherry McMillan and Warren Kreps for their contribution on the program today. For more information on McMillan Estate Planning's life planning approach, visit our website
1: at mcmillanestate.com. This is The Strong Room.